Hello and welcome to Rise of the Black Republican Podcast. I'm your host, Lawrence Haley, and welcome to our first episode. Going to do a little bit of an intro here of who I am, why I'm doing this, and what we'll discuss on the show. But first off, I want to thank you for listening and subscribing. And tell your friends so we can get more subscribers and more listeners. The biggest thing out there is how can we address some of the issues that are facing our country and also at the same time be mentors and mentees, you know, as we learn from others. But how do we address these things as a society? The way we do that is by open dialogue and discussion. So we'll get into it. So the question is, you know, who am I? Why am I doing this? Years ago, and this is probably about 10 years now, uh, I used to have a uh, prolific YouTube channel. Now, mind you, when I say prolific, it's kind of a joke because I didn't have tons of followers. If I ever had four or five subscribers, that's saying a lot. But I did have a lot of videos, probably over 200 or so videos that I put on there in the span of a year. And just for my own entertainment, really. Fast forward 10 years later, roughly. Now I'm married, two kids, eight-year-old and a five-year-old, getting ready to turn nine and six. It's time to be an example and leave a voice for the world of something different, something that addresses real issues aside from just entertainment. Now, don't get me wrong. I'll try to be as entertaining as possible, try to be funny, but we are going to look at things from a perspective of a conservative side and also I'm open to debate. I'm open to dialogue. I'm open to conversation. So I will attempt to get some guests on here that will present the other side of the coin. And I'm open to the argument of the other side. But from the conservative perspective, it also aligns a lot with our traditional values of Christianity. And that's something that we'll explore too on the show of how does the conservative side align with Christianity and why we think this is important. That's a little bit of the backstory of why I'm doing this. Now, who am I? I am a black middle-aged guy from the Midwest, originally born in Ohio, grew up there, raised, and eventually moved out to the Southwest. So currently living in Arizona, to be honest, I like to say I'm living the American dream. I mean, a lot of people try to quantify that or define it. And I guess it is a little bit different for everybody. But if you look at the core of what the American dream is, it's Husband, wife, kids, dog in the backyard, picket fence. Now, mind you, we're Arizona. We don't have the picket fence, and uh, we have stone walls instead. But that is what I envision as the American dream. It's being able to chase and accomplish whatever you set your mind to and being able to start from nothing and then make something out of yourself without any kind of excuses, without any kind of rhetoric being told to you that, you're automatically at a disadvantage because of this or because of that. Usually it's race is what the uh, argument is right now, but that is not the case. And that is something that I am going to set out to prove and have that conversation and discussion through our arguments here and through our debates, I guess, or just through my voice on the podcast. If I had to look back at life, one of the most important things I can remember that my mother taught me growing up was because I was a black male, I had to work harder than my peers. She always said, for me, I would have to work 110% harder than my peers. My Specifically, my white peers uh, was the story. And I kind of clung to that as growing up. 
But then at one point, I realized that was not the case. And when I say not the case, I started to examine every person who was successful in life. And I'm talking about the big major league successful people, you know, the Bill Gates, the Steve Jobs, uh, anyone who you want to say accomplished anything. And if really, if you look at it, I'd venture to say your CEOs, your regional managers, all these folks. And I'm going to say that the one thing that they all have in common is the sacrifice is they're willing to work hard and they're willing to sacrifice and they are willing to do 110% more than their peers. So while some guys are partying and getting drunk, you know, sleeping in on the weekends or sleeping on the weekdays, not coming to work, just getting through skating by through life. You have these other group of people who are working hard. They're putting in the hours They're working after work. They're working while they're at work. They're checking their emails. They're thinking about how they can strategize the next thing, how they can accomplish the next thing. They're constantly focused and honed on their craft. Those are the folks who end up becoming successful. Those are the folks who end up becoming your supervisors, your managers, your regional directors, your CEOs, your business owners. Let me make myself perfectly clear. When I say this was the most important thing my mother taught me, What I discovered was it wasn't about race. It was about work ethic. And that was something I learned to pride myself on was what is your work ethic? What are you willing to put in? What are you willing to sacrifice? And when you start to draw those lines, now you can eliminate the excuses of race. You can eliminate the excuses that, oh, I was disenfranchised. Are you willing to work hard? Are you willing to overcome your circumstances? And everyone has circumstances. That's the point. And that's part of the American dream. Are you willing to work hard to make something of yourself when you start from nothing? And even if you start with a silver spoon in your mouth, there's still going to be obstacles and challenges you face because that is the nature of humanity. We no longer get to live the guaranteed privilege. We no longer get to live the guaranteed sweet life. We lost that in the Garden of Eden. God created a world where we get to have everything. But humanity is flawed, and we lost that. So now, life is tough. You got to work hard. If you want to get what you want out of life, you have to put forth some effort. You have to put in some sweat. And this isn't just me saying this. If you look at the Bible, it says, Through painful toil, we'll eat food, and by the sweat of our brow, we'll eat food. So that means you're going to have to sweat, you're going to have to work, and you're going to have to toil. All right, so enough about me for now. But why am I doing this? There's a couple reasons. First off, it's time. Somebody has to. If you look around at the world right now, I'm going to say things are crazy. It's not even a matter of one political side versus the other political side. It's a matter of sanity versus insanity. And someone has to speak up and talk about this stuff. So we'll go over different headlines and news articles and things like that. But I also want to give you a perspective of a young black man in America, because so often You see what you see on the news, and you only see one side of the story. You don't really see the perspective of a black male who is a conservative, who is a Republican, and there are more of us. There's a rising tide of black Republicans and conservative blacks that are speaking up about the values that we grew up with in the black community and how those values are not represented by the liberal party. When I was in college, I wrote a paper about how the African-American community and the belief system of African-Americans traditionally 
aligns more with conservative values than it does liberal values. If you explore and look at that, start with things like religion. Most black people are very religious. You can find them in their big hats and Sunday best, the choir robes, and most of your R&B artists have traditional roots in the gospel church. So from a religious perspective, blacks more align with religious values than they do liberal values. Another thing you can look at is abortion. If you look at birth rates in the black community, if black people were in such support of abortion, you wouldn't have single mothers with four or five baby daddies and six different kids. Now, part of that reason is going to be the welfare system that encourages it, but that's another conversation for another time. But these are just some examples of where the black community does not align with liberal thinking and liberal values. I think there's a misconception of what a black person is in America. When I was 25, I told my stepmother I was going to write a book for 25 years. I was going to take a journal, basically, or a diary and publish a book when I turned 50 and call it 25 Years of Blackness, The Life of an Average Black Man in America. She kind of gave me a hard time and said, Lawrence, do you think you are an average black man in America? Look at you. Look at the way you speak. Look at the way you carry yourself. Well, to be honest, I do believe that there are more black American men like me than there are of what you see on TV with their pants sagging, you know, going through the struggle, talking about the man's holding them down, the system, they can't get anything. I genuinely believe there's more black men like me than there are 50 Cent and Jay-Z out there. So we'll talk about that. And we'll even talk about what does it really mean to be black? That's another conversation that comes up oftentimes. What is black? What is black culture versus black race? We'll talk about that too. That's something we'll discuss. Yeah, we'll go into those topics too. And don't you worry, the show won't be revolving around race because if it did, that would make us any better than the liberals. What we're really going to look at is life through a conservative lens. We're going to look at the news, the headlines, things that are just happening in society where they're trying to change traditional American values to who knows what. But that's it. That's the rise. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. And don't forget, tell a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. We're available wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. This has been Rise of the Black Republican, a Team Haley Media Productions.